Bring me the next shiny new thing. Bring me the next. The pickleball chicks are obsessed with America's fastest growing sport, pickleball. Get ready for on and off the court hot topics. Lots of laughs, cocktails, and champagne with your hosts, Annie and Rebecca. I'm Rebecca. I'm Annie. And we're the pickleball chicks. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We really love talking with pickleball we love obsessed it. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. We do. And we are obsessed, as you know, and we have been playing. We've been playing at Mega. We have. On our ladder league. And that's yes. been a lot of fun. We've also been playing outside with friends and family and just loving every moment of it. But we also have heard that finding a good outdoor court can be a challenge. Very big challenge. So if you've been following our social, you know that Rebecca has found a hidden gem. So we want you to go on Instagram because I have got a video of where it is, the exact address. So if you're cruising through Minnesota, please find that one. And we're going to be posting all kinds of hidden gem just because... Everybody's looking for a court and everybody's talking about how long they're waiting. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, let's introduce our word of the day Mm -hmm. and drink of the day. Well, this is going to be really great today. Okay. Our word of the day is coach. So if you hear coach, you're going to want to get your drink out. And I know we always talk about either drink ours or come up with one of your own, but this is a good one. So now that we have our own mixologist, Ron. Hey, I'm Ron from Harbor Wine and Spirits in Mound. I am your Pickleball Chicks mixologist, mixing up something fun for today's podcast. Grab your favorite glass and your favorite koozie and let's get started. Oh my gosh, he is so great from Harbor Wine and Spirits in Mound, Minnesota. He came up with this one. It is the summertime fun peach drink. And it is because of our guest today, the BLQK coach. So what's in it, you ask? Mm -hmm. Well, the reason that he came up with the drink is because BLQK stands for Building Legacies for Our Queens and Kings. Well, that brought him to the Peach Crown Royal. And then we also add some rosada prosecco mm. okay after that you add some peach mango juice wow and then after that we are going to add some mint leaf and some peaches wow and i'm gonna tell you that this is one that is worth getting the ingredients putting it together and having your friends over. Oh my gosh. Well, let's just say coach. Everybody join us. Cheers. Mm -hmm. Mm. Delicious. I know, Ron, you outdid yourself. Yes, you did, Ron. Thank you. Yes. Okay, so moving on. Mm -hmm. Shall we get started with our guest? We should. All right, here we go. Okay, pickleball lovers, today we have a very interesting guest, a man that is coming to us from tennis juniors to playing tennis at Brown. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And later finding squash while attending cool. medical school. Mm. Yep, yep, that's right. And then he found his way to the pickleball court. Where yep. we found him. And he... <laughs> 
Yes, where we found him. And he is ranked number one senior pro in the APP and player of the year in 2021. Yes. Happens to be a coach for one of our favorite major league pickleball teams. Favorite, favorite. Now, we did say coach, and that is the word of the day. So, Oh, excuse me. Cheers. Cheers Cheers to everybody. And cheers to to you. Cheers. Mercha? Yes. So he's he's the coach of our I guess I would say our favorite team, wouldn't you say? I would say we had Richie Twazan on in January oh, and okay. really fell in love with yeah. your team BLQK. We watched you, you coach in Daytona. We did. And we love that you always have your Yobo hat on. <laughs> Me too. I, love I always, I, I love the Yobo. It's one of my favorite, uh, my favorite therapeutic kind of massage device that I use, and uh, it's a great product, great company, great, great guy that runs it. So, has a bent with charity. So, a lot of great things about it. Well, that is the cool thing. I just have to say, I was doing um, some research on Yobo, and I didn't realize that every single color has a separate charity. Yep. Now, and how cool is that? Yeah, it's really cool. Um, that's one of the things that you know drew me to um, to uh, to the yoga to begin with. Um, after making the introduction, and uh, I was trying to get. Uh, I'm, I'm working on on getting a dog charity uh, color. So, working on, on a pet charity. So, see, we'll see how that goes. Well, my first question to you, my friend, is. I have seen so many pictures of your puppies. <laughs> what what are their names and who are they and how many do you have? I have two. Uh, Pug Mojo, who's uh, almost 14, and a uh, Brussels Griffon Fig, who um, is now three. So, um, so only two. Um, I had Pugs before and just loved the, the breed and um, just as, as most dogs, just unconditional love, but just a lot yeah. of fun. And then, uh, the Brussels Griffon have just great personalities as well. Really chill, um, and she can travel. So, um, yeah, it's, it's their, you know, their joy. I mean, just, uh, just love pets, animals in general, and just, uh, dogs, especially. And then obviously, um, uh, and Fig stars. So do you have your puppies with you with now with in California? Um, fig, fig is, but uh, okay. Mojo is, uh, is a little too big to travel. So Fig <laughs> is, about, uh, is about seven pounds, so she can travel. So, Well, I love your pictures. They're so adorable. We have a French bulldog, and I just love that little kind of dog. So, mm-hmm. What's your dog name? Frank. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> and he's really my daughter's dog. We've had Frenchies you know, uh, for the last like 15 years, but she is off at school. And so Frank came to visit last year and has still, still vacationing with us. <laughs> so we really want to find out what, how your, so everybody else knows, I guess, what your pickleball journey was and where it began and how you got there. All right. Um, 
Well, I was, uh, I'm, I'm very fortunate to live in an area where there, there are a ton of pickleball uh, players, but um, as mentioned, played, you know, college pretty, I'm sorry, played tennis through college and then a year after in satellites and then found squash, played a long time. And then um, when uh, I, I just played mostly, I, I didn't play tournaments, just locally at, at my club and there were a bunch of like very high quality players there. One thing about squash is that you have to be in really, um, really kind of top physical shape, and and if you can't move around, it's it's tough. So there were four guys that I typically played with, and a few got injured, one moved away, and um, and then I just I didn't have as many people to play with. So um, just randomly heard about pickleball. Uh, my parents uh, live in a community where they had put put in a court, and so <laughs> I went out to. The, I went to Delray Beach Tennis Center where they had uh, open rec play. They had just um, had gotten some dedicated courts, I think, in late 2019. And one of the first uh, the first day I was out there, I met met Julie Johnson um, and and her son JW. And uh, JW was the only one that would play singles with me, and that was kind of the only game that you know I, I kind of picked up relatively quickly, just because it was it's more like mini tennis. You know, there's not as, as big of a transition. Um, that was obviously a lot harder and the Johnsons were just playing casually at the time and they were like about, I don't know about three weeks later um, I, I just like love competition so I heard there was a tournament and I asked um, Julie if she wanted to play and um, it was funny I could tell her initial reaction and she told me later that most people most of the time when people asked her to play she just said no and so I could see she was about to say no and then she kind of thought about it she's like okay you know so we played and had a good time and then started playing more regularly and her kids started coming out more regularly. And, um, you know, uh, so that's kind of how my, my journey began. I played uh, a couple months after I started playing, I played my first, um, uh, the first singles tournament I played was a uh, open pro, um, played Jack Foster first round. So I remember that. And, uh, one of the first wow. people I met, yeah. So one of the first people I met and um, when I walked in the tournament to check in, this guy comes up to me and he goes, and he pronounced my name perfectly. And I, was, I looked at him and didn't recognize him. He was like, it's Dan, Dan Granat. And Dan and I were at Boletari's Tennis Academy when I was 12. Oh, And he was a little older. He was a few years older than me. And um, I was actually the youngest youngest uh, player there when, when I was living there. And so I hadn't seen him since I was 12 years old. And I was then, you know, 51. So, wow. um, and we actually reconnected and he was my doubles partner for most of the following year for senior pro. Um, and then he was, uh, scheduled to be my doubles partner mostly this year for senior pro as well, but unfortunately he, he's injured right now. So mm. anyway, so that's kind of a, a short, long story. So <laughs> that's, so do you that's still, how, okay. um, <laughs> how did you get Julie to play with you and how come she never wanted to play in tournaments? Well, I, I think they were playing casually at the time um, and she was busy with the kids. The kids were younger, you know, um, gotcha. and, and JW was very involved in tennis. He was looking to, you know, become a pro tennis player or, or you know, get a college scholarship, one of the two. So he was playing some, um, you know, high level uh, junior tennis tournaments and then wanted, you know, to take that further. So, you know, she was doing other things and, um, so I, I don't know if she, maybe, maybe she took pity on me because uh, <laughs> I was so, so bad. And so, uh, you know, I'm not going to feel bad for this guy. So I'll, I'll do a pity tournament with him. 
So maybe that was it. I don't know. But um, I just asked her to say yes, and we had a great time. And, uh, you know, her, just got to know the whole family. You know, her husband, Jack, great guy, two great kids, J.W. and Georgia. And, and mm-hmm. you know, now I'm coaching them right now. Um, I mean, how cool is that? Yes, yes, that is so neat. Tell us about coaching J Dub. I mean, does he wear those spotted cow pants uh, when you're? Does <laughs> <laughs> he always wear those? Or like, what's up with that? Is he really just making a statement? Now, we heard all about his leather jacket when we were at the bubbly in Vegas, and they were doing the draft, and everybody talked about his leather jacket. <laughs> okay. So I will have to clarify that I was not officially coaching JW at the time of the uh, cow pants incident. So, uh, but so does that the, mean? Uh, does that mean you don't have to take credit for those pants, or I, what I, does I, that I, exactly I mean? That was not a coaching decision. <laughs> that, that decision was, was out of my hands. Uh, but it, it was actually funny because uh, the first, I, I've been kind of informally, you know, working with them, you know, just from playing all together down in South Florida. Um, but um, uh, for the Atlanta PPA, we talked about, uh, you know, kind of having a more formal arrangement. And I said, listen, let's just, let's just try and give it a shot. And if you guys like it, you know, works for all of us great. If not, no worries. You know, we're obviously, you know, close friends uh, regardless and at the Atlanta PPA um, it just went really well we had a, had a great time all together and, and I felt uh, they, they did great and mm-hmm. during that tournament JW and Dylan were did put on some, some cow pants I think Dylan's dad brought them out <laughs> so they weren't as, as televised as, as, as his previous ones uh, <laughs> something so, crazy is going on over there sorry, what's yeah. I, some some lady just sorry I'm um, I'm outside on a bench. I figured maybe there was like a parade happening or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting that you're coaching those two hot pickleball players. We really have enjoyed watching JW play as well as Georgia, and we yeah. also really are big. We really enjoy watching Dylan, Dylan Fraser, and your team, your BLQK team, and yeah. Federico. They are two awesome players. Yes. Yes. These all all great great kids. Um, I say kids. I mean they're they're adults, but young adults. And uh, but you know, to me, fifty four, they they seem like kids. But they're um, all of them. I've been so impressed. You know, in addition to JW and Georgia, but Federico and Dylan um, have also been working very hard. Uh, on their yeah. games and mm-hmm. you know it's just translated into results I mean uh, Federica is um, initially phenomenally known as a singles player which you know many uh, former tennis players that come into the sport that's the easiest um, transition yeah. but he, he's made a name in, um, for doubles uh, he did great in, in Major League Pickleball played really well in Mesa and uh, and Daytona had a great run uh, and developed yeah. a much better mix player and his mix results have, have been um, better as well in addition to his men's doubles results with uh, Pablo um, and with a couple different partners in um, in the PPAs in, uh, in mixed doubles so uh, and same thing with Dylan you know Dylan's obviously a, a force to be reckoned with um, and I think both you know all those players you know when people see them in the draw you know they, they know that they're they're gonna have to play well to to beat those games absolutely yeah. and the coop 
I mean, let's face it. She's phenomenal. She is. She is so cool. I remember when we were at the draft and when she was drafted, I mean, the whole crowd was like, ooh. (laughs) Just so fun. And Maggie, she's quite the player. Right? Maggie, um, Maggie's great. Andrea's great. I've actually known Andrea. Um, pretty soon after I started playing pickleball, uh, she came down with her sister and, and we played some rec games. So I was introduced to her. Um, and I also got to know Mary, which is, uh, Maggie's sister, um, very early when I started playing. My sister lives, my sister, um, lives in Newport Beach, California. So that was one of the main reasons I started playing and gave me an excuse to go out to play events, which a lot of them are at the, the pickleball club. Uh, the tennis club at Newport or not, it's the tennis and football club at Newport. And she lives five minutes from there. So I got to know Mary from playing rec games. And I didn't know Maggie as well until I got to know her through um, through the team BLQK. Mm-hmm. Um, and Maggie's obviously de- developed you know, tremendously. And, and Andrea you know, is a legend. I mean, she's been around uh, pickleball for a long time. She has a wealth of knowledge and experience. Um, you know, fortunately, she, she was you know, injured uh, recently she had a rib injury and had to take a bunch of time off before the, um, the last event in San Clemente. So she didn't have as much time to, to prepare. Um, you know, it's tough at this level. I mean, everyone is just getting so good. Um, the quality of play is better and better. Um, especially when you're on the court and you, you're on the sideline and you see, you know, sometimes the shots, uh, you know, especially, you know, the dinks, they seem so easy on TV. And then, like, I remember when I first started watching, like, you know, like on YouTube, it just seems so easy. And then you get out there and it's not. <laughs> it's, it's very, very difficult to keep dinks down, to uh, manage the spin. Um, so, anyway, it's it's fascinating to see, especially being on the sideline and, and playing with these players. Oh, yes. You know, I was just going to say, when we were in Daytona, one of the things that we really noticed is that both yourself and Richie were right in there with your team. Yeah. And the energy that you put out was just so cool. Like you could feel it in the stands. And family orientated. It's it's cool. Different than other teams. It's really fun to watch. Mm -hmm. And I think it shows in how they how your team plays together. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That was kind of a dynamic I wanted to foster from from, you know, playing college tennis, one of the things I loved about tennis was that team aspect of it because most tennis is individual. Um, as you know, you know, the, the fundamental uh, game of tennis is, is mainly mainly singles and doubles is kind of a little bit more of an afterthought. And what I love about pickleball is the opposite. The doubles is kind of a fundamental part of, of uh, pickleball. Um, mm-hmm. And so, but I just kind of wanted to foster that and a family team dynamic where you know, really feel uh, you kind of bond together uh, for a common purpose. And so I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that aspect of it. I love that about MLP, which most people do. So. so so with now that the season has come to a close mm-hmm. and there will be a redraft, a reshuffle, um, when will the draft take place? And do you anticipate kind of mixing it up where the team will be totally different or are the teams going to stay fairly similar, do you think? And also, are they still having the draft in Martha's Vineyard? (laughs) I I wish they were. I think they're having it in New York. I believe it's July 12th, although I could be wrong. Um, That's my recollection. And uh, so basically the premier teams 
for the first uh, three events, they will be switched to the challenger level and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So the team instruction, I think, is going to be very different. Um, you know, I think that the top of the draft order probably will be um, relatively similar. My guess is that Ben will go number one and, and only go number two, but, you know, I just you know, have no idea. I mean, it certainly could change. Um, she is obviously, you know, both of them are there, have been the dominant male and female players um, and continue to be. Uh, but, you know, I think they're going to go one, two in some fashion. And then after that, uh, there will be some shuffling. But, you know, the top players are, are you know, are, are the top players. There's, you know, Riley Newman, JW, um, you know, Dylan and Fed, I think, have really improved their games. Um, mm -hmm. Anna Bright is obviously one of the top women. Catherine is one of the top women. So yeah. I think, you yeah, know, definitely. over the, those are going to be, you know, the premier draft picks towards the beginning. And then after that, I think we'll have some shuffling around with some of the uh, improved players that you can see even, you know, since, um, you know, the last six months. Uh, Pablo Taylor you know, has been playing great from the challenger level. Uh, so I, yeah. I, I believe he'll be drafted in, um, in the premier level. So there's a lot of up and coming young players, which is exciting for everyone. Yeah, I thought that Brendan Long, mm -hmm. it, when he played with Tyson McGuffin as a step-in, help a guy yeah. out type of thing. Yeah. Wow, did he do great. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I they, think he's they, underestimated. I, I definitely agree. He's been working really hard in this game. Um, you know, it's it's tough when you're up and coming and you don't have a, um, you know, I don't want to say high level, like, but high level in terms of a top level partner like Tyson, um, and he had the opportunity to do that. You know, and he and he ended up winning. You know, they ended up winning the men's doubles. Um, and so, when you're first coming in, um, you know, there's it's tough to break in sometimes because you already have the top players that already have their partners set. Um, you know, often for the year, but it's definitely underrated, and I think uh, he's he's definitely a player to watch going forward. He is fun to watch. Yeah. You know, I'm curious too. So, regarding the draft and all that good stuff. Are you involved with that process? Or should I say, will you be coaching season two of the LQK first? Well, uh, I don't know. We haven't discussed it uh, yet, so we hadn't kind of planned it out formally for the year. One of the things that um, also came up for me recently is, is kind of officially coaching JW in Georgia. So I kind of have to balance that schedule with, you know, MLP and my playing schedule, which uh, has become more limited with these other um, uh, yes. you know, these other opportunities. So um, the short answer is, you know, I'm not sure yet. So it's a little bit up in the air. Um, uh, you know, my ideal scenario would be, you know, coaching on the team that JW and George are both on. Although mm -hmm. I suspect they will be both of them will be high drafted. So. Yeah, I don't think they'll be on the same team unless they change the form. That would be really cool, I think, is if they instituted like um, an auction type draft. Like for fantasy football, there's there's this type of draft as opposed like now they have the traditional snake draft. So you know you pick one through twelve, and then the twelve pick gets the first pick in the second round. You go back. One thing that would be kind of cool, like when you play fantasy football, you have an auction style draft where you basically have a budget of say a hundred dollars and each player is given a value uh mm -hmm. you know for example like ben johns would be given a value of say twenty dollars you know just randomly um so you could actually 
have so you actually have a budget and you have basically a salary cap and you can fit the players in under the salary cap that way um and that's a way that you could get some uh you know someone like jw and george on the same team mm-hmm. sure I That'd think that's a good fun. idea. Oh, yes. I love it. So I think that, that, would, would, be, that would be kind of cool. We want to know with your senior APP mm-hmm. stuff, we want to know more about that because, you know, everybody hears about all the MLP and the PPA, but the APP is not as, as, as readily available with information. And Annie and I did go and watch one in Punta Gorda mm-hmm. over the winter, and we loved it. And mm-hmm. so give us a scoop on that and where you sure. see yourself in that as well this upcoming year. And before you answer, mm. include NPL if you have any Absolutely. Uh, involvement Absolutely. with NPL as well. No. So the PPA, uh, their kind of business model was to have exclusive contracts for the players. Um, and basically, you know, that's why, you know, so exclusive contract, meaning that the, the players get a stipend for playing each tournament and they are um, obligated to play a certain number of events per year. I think it's 18 to 20, depending on the contract. And then, um, but within that structure, they can choose, you know, their own partners. So, you know, JW plays with Georgia for mixed doubles and then he plays with Dylan for, um, uh, for men's doubles. And they're pretty locked in for most of the year. Yeah. Georgia will have some different partners over the course of the year because she hasn't been as locked in for, uh, for her, uh, female partners and um, anyway so the ppa is you know kind of locked up most of the, the top um pro talent but then also on the app they've chosen to also they do have some stipends um you know they're non-exclusive so the app players can play ppa and they can play mlp and um you know they have you know paris todd uh simone Jardine, um you know, the, uh, the other uh, Johnsons, Hunter and Yates play. Um, Riley, oh, we love. Megan Fudge. They, uh, you know, they, there's, there's very high, Brendan plays long. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's very high quality players as well um, on the APP tour. And for the most part, uh, the senior pro players, which are now the champions pro, kind of rebranded. It's um, oh. not too old, so now we're the champions tour. So, I love it! Uh, Yes. The champion pros? It's called champion pro, no longer senior pro? Yep, yep. that's what Perfect. So, we'll um, cheer to that. So we can cheer. I'd like to cheer toast to that. So, <laughs> um, so we have mostly been playing APT. It was just, um, you know, they offered some of the top players stipends and, um, and waived entry fees. And so, you know, the majority of the players were playing on the, on the APT tour. Um, and that kind of changed a, a little bit. They were just kind of cut back on the prize money. So people have been kind of mixing up a little bit with playing PPA or APP tournaments. And um, the National Pickleball League, NPL, which was a senior um, champions pro uh, team league, was founded by uh, Rick Witzkin, that fell me, the top, most um, the top. Uh, Champions pros and also Mike Chen, um, Tom DiCaprio, and I might be missing someone, but those are the principal founders. And uh, so they have six stops this year, and I had intended to play, um, but unfortunately, with all these other things going on, I just I couldn't commit to six uh, 
we we needed to play four out of six events. So you had to commit because it was a team league. Now, have you played with Beth? Have I am I understanding yeah. that you have played? Uh, yeah, her and I um, were uh, we played mixed doubles in the APP Sacramento. We were fortunate to uh, to win gold, which was fun. Uh, she's a great player, um, and you know we had a lot of fun on the court. So. And it was just this spring, just this spring, was it? Uh, yeah, it was uh, a month ago, two months, six weeks ago, something like that. <laughs> well, congratulations! <laughs> yes, way to go, way to take home that gold. That's going to be so exciting. I mean, competing—you're very competitive—is what I am understanding from you, and you love to be active and social, and and so you have the competition side and then the coaching side. Yeah. And it seems like it's a nice pairing for you to do both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, when my career mess, one of my favorite things was basically you know, teaching. So many people may not know that the word doctor is basically from the fundamental Latin means to teach. So, um, the, it's a genesis of the word. So, I've always, you know, taken it as a great honor, responsibility during my medical career to do it. And I've always enjoyed it. I enjoyed it um, when I was coaching my sister um, when she was playing on the, on the WTA tour and in, in, in juniors. So, that was a lot of fun. Um, and then, you know, doing it now, it's really, it's a blessing. I'm mean, just really grateful to, you know, such great kids and be able to you know, try to give them a little bit of an edge if I can. And at this level, there's the margins are so small. Um, right. Everyone is so good. And so if I can offer you know, one to 2% advantage, you know, that, that you know, might be enough to push them over, over the edge in terms of winning. So, um, mm-hmm. but it is crazy. Really, it is really yeah. crazy how, how the game is so close Mm-hmm. I mean, the skills are so close that what are you going to do to be different to win, to always win? Cal yep. Pants, Tyson yep. McGuffin. I'm <laughs> 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 just easy. Well, what I thought was so funny is that, you know, Tyson had chugged the beer last year and then he yep. was chugging a beer. He was pouring it all over and then somebody else was doing a beer. I'm like, the beer thing's over. We got to do something different. So now the Cal Pants. Well, I, will say, yeah. I, I will say that Jake Kussmeyer tried to, try to mimic the chugging the beer at the Atlanta PPA and unfortunately end up um, vomiting that same beer <laughs> oh, uh, 30 I seconds later. That. So that, that was kind of different. So. Uh, uh, that is so oh crazy. Oh my God, that was, I, oh. it was funny. Be, just because they were trying to recreate. And never good, yeah. just do your own thing. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my gosh. I, I can guarantee you that for the foreseeable future, GW and Georgia will not be chugging any beers right after the, the winter title. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is so Oh, well, how neat. You have just so much to share with us. I think you're also involved, is that true, with different committees and, and sharing some of your opinions and insight as to how we can continue to grow this sport. I know you are a very strong advocate of pickleball. Aren't you on the senior board of? I, we, I, I was actually one of the founding members of the senior council. And, yes. Uh, 
And our main role at the time in addition to promoting the book of ball was um, kind of being a liaison for, or trying to be a voice for, for senior pros and not just the top players, but for all players in order to get, get better events, better prize money, um, you know, expand and grow the game. And we, we've sort of kind of branched out to do our own thing with kind of the, um, just like, you know, pickleball has branched out with APP, PPA, the, the National Pickleball League, um, and Major League Pickleball. So um, we've all kind of branched out in our different directions. But, um, you know, so for the members of the committee, like, for example, Rick and Beth were members of the committee with me, and now they're, they're mostly doing the, the uh, NPL. So mm-hmm. we all kind of have our different focus, but... Um, I'm always, uh, I, I have some, um, some events that I'm trying to put together with um, my partner for most of last year, John Sperling. Uh, he's a great coach and educator. Don't forget the word of the day, ladies, coach. Oh, thank yeah. you for you're that. Welcome. You're welcome. I'm trying to help, I'm trying to mm. help out the cause. <laughs> hey, now we always ask a couple questions of our guests. Yes. And I always think this is such a cool question. So tell me this, if you could play socially with anyone, they don't even have to be a pickleball player, but anyone as your doubles partner, girl, guy, whatever, who would it be and why? This is, this is an easy one. Oh, so I, I would play with my sister. So um, my sister was a former uh a WTA tour player. Uh, she won women, Lindsay Davenport women's doubles. And, uh, wow. Title Amazing. Yes. And she got to number one in the world and was top 30 in singles, um, number one in the world in doubles. And then unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, was diagnosed with leukemia. Really, she was a little bit of a late bloomer and she was really coming into the prime of her career. So right as she was rising, she got sick and she fortunately mm-hmm. survived. Um, but, you know, kind of, I came back and, and made it back on the tour, but, you know, just wasn't the same player, got some injuries. And um, anyway, so she hasn't been playing uh, tennis or pickleball, but I've been, uh, I've been working on her slowly to, uh, to, to pick up, pick up some pickleball pals. She's hit a few times. Oh. And, been in her kids. and so I, I made her promise that she'd at least consider playing the tournament with me. So, <laughs> oh. That so, is so neat. Please keep so, us posted. Let us know when this happens. Yes, that will be a big, big deal. I will. Okay. For those who know me, I'm, I'm relatively persistent. And so I, I will not give up <laughs> on this particular quest to play with my sister. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, I think, uh, and I don't think they do, but and I'm not saying in any way that, that people do take it for granted, but. Um, I just think that some people just um, just don't realize how special it really is to be able to play with, you know, a relative or loved one um, and do so successfully like Anna Lee and Lee uh, Waters. I mean, you know, they have such a special relationship, and yeah. they, you know, to, to be able to play together. Uh, JW and Georgia, to be able to play mixed doubles together successfully. Um, you know, Ben and Colin, um, Riley. I know. So these, yeah. uh, and you know, you know, and they're not, they're not playing with each other because, you know, they, um, you know, feel sorry for, 
or they are obligated to. I mean, they're they've had amazing results, uh, you know, at at multiple multiple you know premier events. Um, so it's really special that people are able to do that, and uh, I just yeah. think that's really cool. I think that's, it is, that cool. is cool. It is cool. I just played with my son yesterday. That was so fun. Uh, I just love it. You know what? And she, her, she's so close with her son, and he lives out of town, and it's so exciting when he comes to town. We all—that's why we did not get to California for MLP because her son was coming in for a wedding, and I said, "Well, then." the store stops we can't do anything <laughs> it's, no. tr- it's true and you were just in chicago for your son's graduation weren't you or yep that- i was yep yep, yep. My, my younger son graduated from a uh, boarding school in northwest indiana just outside of chicago unfortunately wow had to send him there for because of covid but he flourished and loved it so and he's going to notre dame next year so, uh, where is he going i'm sorry i didn't hear that he's going to notre dame Oh, yes. yes. Fantastic. Bravo. Bravo. So you have one son, two sons. I have two sons. uh, Two sons. And they're very close, which is one of my favorite things about them. They're close. They're actually uh, together in Paris right now. So they're enjoying uh, enjoying Paris together. So that's a lot of exploring out there. So it's a lot. I love it. I I love it. How great. This is so fun. I know know. Rebecca loves to ask a few more questions. And so I could talk with you. We could talk with you for hours. Thank you again. About all our children. (laughs) (laughs) I actually want to hear who you guys would like to play with. Oh, oh my God. We've never been asked that before. I'm just going to say Tyson. Okay. I don't even have to think about it. Just because I really like his skill level. I like his style. Mm-hmm. I like his energy. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to say. Um, I just soak it in. How about you? Oh, gosh. Uh, whew, wow. I don't know. Once upon a time, maybe Tyson would have been my choice. And I do think I know. Right. I would have switched mine. Mine wouldn't have been that. But just lately, I just yeah. really like how he is. He is handling himself in the limelight. Like I like that and I like how much energy and he's just bringing the fun to the game and I just like it oh I mean I would like maybe if I fixed his hair (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry Tyson (laughs) okay I'm gonna get really good and I'm gonna come on the champion tour with you to run all, all those decisions uh, behind Julie. So Julie or Beth. I mean, Julie, Beth, or Annie. I mean, I don't know. My Annie. outfit, you know, maybe you can judge them on their outfits versus their playing abilities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. God. Because Annie would win. Annie would win. Okay. Okay. We have a we have a few more questions. They're just fun little okay. questions. Chipotle or Starbucks? Starbucks. Yes. Nice indoor, indoor or outdoor pickleball? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I love indoor pickleball. Um, I, I would say indoors ideally, but um, there's just so many outdoor venues that I, I really enjoy too, like California, like San Clemente. I know. Awesome. Being outdoors on on a beautiful day, you can't can't quite beat that. So you can't. You know, all, You're right. Yeah, 
Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but you know, that's actually one thing that I think, I think, first of all, pickleball, we need facilities, we need courts and facilities, but the other things that we need are indoor courts and reservable courts. So I think, yes. um, that's going to be the key, uh, going forward. And I think, uh, to the growth of the game is, is getting more people that, that, uh, enjoy the game and have indoor facilities that where you can go and congregate and, you know, um, enjoy, enjoy pickleball without worrying about getting rained out. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right. Okay. One final question. I just thought of it. Or do you have one? What? More? I was going to say. I had two more. Well, you do your two and I'll, I'll wrap up with mom. Morning or evening? Coach. Uh, Oopsie. Are we talking about playing or are we talking about just general? Life in general. Life in general. I'll go with evening. Perfect. Me too. And then last question of the day. Which Johnson would oh, you Georgia or JW would you want to play doubles with against Annie and Rebecca? Uh, <laughs> so social. Uh, against you two ladies, I would I would bring Georgia. Uh, Excellent. She seems really Georgia. sweet. She, she does seem sweet. to be with, and uh, they're both sweet, great kids. Just can't say enough mm. things about them. Um, you know. Just great family, and so I'm, I'm blessed to be able to be uh, call them friends um, and, and get a chance to see such high level talent develop. So, yeah, oh, that is so great. That is okay. You go with okay. your last question, okay. and then we'll let our cool guest go. Newport Beach or Delray? Oh, ooh. Oh, I gotta say, Delray. It's just my my home base, and love it there. Um, I do love Newport, though. Newport's, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, my parents, my, I'm close to my parents who live in Boca also. Um, okay. So if I was given the choice, I'd, I'd have to pick Delray, but I love both places. Yes, I can see that. Yeah. Well, we are headquartered out of Lake Minnetonka, Minnesota, and Marco yeah. Island, Florida. So we're kind of yeah. close to you in the winter. And yeah. uh, maybe we'll see you in Newport yeah. or Florida one of these days. And thank you for being such a fabulous guest. And thank you for all you do for the sport of pickleball. And congratulations on your gold and all know. your winning. Bravo. Thank you. Hey, it was a pleasure being on uh, on here with you ladies. And you're obviously very enthusiastic um, and love the game. Uh, <laughs> your personalities just jump out of, uh, you know, jump off the page, if you will. And uh, it was a pleasure um, spending some time with you and get to know you all. So thank you so much for having me on. I'm grateful. Well, thank you. We yes. are equally as grateful. And we wish you a great day, Coach. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> See Cheers. you on the court. Yes. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you as well. Today's podcast was sponsored by Harbor Wine and Spirits and Rosata Prosecco. And a very special thank you to Run, our fabulous Pickleball Chicks mixologist. Thanks so much for joining the Chicks and our wonderful guest, Pickleball's Brainstock, Mircha. We want you to comment on your favorite topic from the show today. And if you would like to be on one of our episodes or have ideas for our show, Email us directly at dink at pickleballchicks with an x.com. Watch us on YouTube where you will find all podcast episodes at pickleballchicks with an x. Or of course, listen to us on Apple or any podcast platform. Thanks for subscribing and sharing the chicks with your friends. Have a great time on and off the pickleball court. Until next time, cheers.